legacy of the pause in petrol taxes. The Money Show. The Markets. Peter Brook is a portfolio manager with the Old Mutual Investment Group. And earlier on, we were talking, Peter, about South Africa's track record in Australia. And Derek Lubner, Lubner's the greatest. That was the payoff line from the furniture store in those days. Uh, enjoying the show from London this evening. Thank you, Derek. His father, that must have been, was that Bert? They were brought, Lubner Brothers, I think, Derek. Bertie, were there two Lubners? Lots of Lubners. Uh, my father invested in Australia in 1978 via plate glass. It's still there via a company called Belron. It's doing great. So not every uh, company that goes to Australia has <laughs> has lost its shirt. Um, but uh, Peter Brook, we're just talking about the reports out of um, the Australian newspaper today that uh, Woolworths is very keen to lose its David Jones shirts. And I must put you on, I suppose, because you're not on Zoom. You're on the phone. No, no, I'm on. I'm on. I'm ready to go. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, I mean, you can see actually, it was kind of interesting because today was a, basically a flat day and the two news stories were Woolworths and Aspen and Woolworths was the best performer in the Aussie 40 with up 4.2 and Aspen was the worst. And I do think there's an enormous amount of value to be released from releasing the millstone of David Jones from Woolworths um, because we... It's not a company that we currently own, and in fact, because of that, we recently met with them. And that food business is, in South Africa is still a great business. So the potential to release value, to get the focus right, um, I think it would be good news if, if they exited that, and that's obviously the market's response to the rumor. But rumors are rumors. We'll have to see the facts. Yeah, exactly right. And just it depends on the price tag they can they can get for it. I didn't see the Aspen announcement. I see the share price was down about two and a half percent on the day. What have they told the market? Oh, they had the interim results out. Um, oh, thank you, actually, producers. We missed that. Yep. Um, and actually, they were pretty good. So uh, these are the half year numbers, and they surprised on the upside. The interesting thing, of course, is that the share price fell, and the reason for that is. The whole um, vaccine story. So, because Aspen's got a big manufacturing business, anything that you, if you can get extra volumes through, your operating efficiencies and your leverage kick up. So, the potential growth story that was embedded in manufacturing vaccines in South Africa for Africa was something that the market is quite excited about, particularly because the manufacturing business isn't doing wonderfully at the moment. Um, And I think that, you know, that that upside is fading out. So the whole, I mean, generally sort of vaccine hesitancy in Africa is quite high. The booster rollouts are going quite slowly. I actually had my booster on Saturday. and Is your arm still sore? Because mine was sore for a week. I was delighted because it reminded me every day that I'd been a sensible and responsible citizen. But you, it, it was tight. <laughs> no, I, I think 24 hours, took a couple of Panado, been fine. Um, You're tough. It, yeah, not so much. I think it, I think having had COVID twice, it's, my, my body's probably riddled with <laughs> antibodies. But the bottom line is, um, even I sort of asked them what vaccines are people taking, and everyone chooses Pfizer. And I think sort of the fact that Johnson and Johnson was much less effective against Omicron in terms of statistics uh, has sort of shifted that perspective. That that perception around Johnson & Johnson in terms of efficiency. So actually, boosters are going slowly. There's been less than 2 million of them 
no one's taking Johnson and Johnson, so that growth optionality in Aspen has reduced. Mm. I mean, it's interesting, isn't it, in terms of Aspen? We kind of treat it as a bit like a one-trick pony, but it is in more than 50 countries. They are doing incredible things in, in, in those 50 countries around the world, manufacturing in some, exporting and importing in others. Um, the South African business is interesting because they are beefing up vaccine manufacturing. It won't just be COVID vaccines. There'll be other vaccines in Kribeja and other places. Um, one's got to take, I suppose, a view on Aspen slightly longer term on this in terms of its where it fits into the global pharmaceutical complex? No, I think it's a very interesting company for South African investors. Yeah, I mean, in the, over the last five years, it's down 6% per annum. So it hasn't gone anywhere. And over that, it, it's not a, once again, it's not a company we own. And once again, it's a company we're keeping a very close eye on. And we met with them last week. And it's to pick up a global business operating out of South Africa on a 13 times multiple is of interest. Um, and they have sorted out their balance sheet, which was a bit of a problem. And so they've, they, they, they lost their way a couple of years ago. They've tidied things up. They've consolidated their portfolio. Um, but it just needs a little bit more in terms of sort of where's that growth coming from? Because with manufacturing, one of your big issues is where you do you get caught in the value chain. Um, and so what impact does that have on your margins? So definitely of interest, not one we own at the moment. Peter Brook, Portfolio Manager at the Old Mutual Investment Group. On the day, um, overall, market was down a tiny fraction. Nothing really worth worrying about. We saw the all-share index pull back a tiny bit on the day, mostly coming through in gold and resources shares. Industrials held up well. And a couple of the shares in the financial sector, Capitec, at one stage at record levels. <laughs> Just gonna half past six in this eyewitness news brought to you.